I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. and shine football fans welcome to morning footy so glad to have you with us on this champions league tuesday i'm Susanna collins alongside nico cantor the lovely christine cupo returns alexis guerreros we've got ali trost martin in for some headlines hello christine hello Sue. it's so good to see you and have you wonderful back. to see you i you know we're we're carrying the miami vibes here this is why i wore this shocking shade of Electric yellow. I don't know what we're calling this. Mm, I like uh, but it. But I, fe- I felt like I had to bring the Miami vibes, seeing as how we're not here. Charlie is in Miami right now for our Champions League coverage, Destination mm. Miami. He's going to be checking in with us uh, shortly. But I just I felt like I needed to you bring know. some sunshine. See, my personality is highlighter yellow. So like I don't have to wear it on the outside. It's just baked right <laughs> it's, it's in. It's in there. It's emanating What's from really- you. What's really bringing out the Miami vibes is the hoop earrings that both of you guys are wearing. Yes. That's, yes. That's the true Miami of the whole I'm outfit. Our, I already feel like a phone's going to get picked up and go, where are you? Why are you answering your texts? You want me to take these off? <laughs> there you go. There's the <laughs> Miami. They're actually quite heavy. <laughs> uh, no, but it's great to have you back. How's the, how's the knee feeling? I'm coming along. I'm almost one month post-ACL repair, menisci repair. I am now the bionic woman, truly. Uh-huh. Didn't catch me and catch a jog out there. Doing the PT, all of it? Doing all the PT, oh. all of the time. Oh, so Such a survivor. Like no, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty tough. Did you notice? Me? No, I, I've noticed. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, my range of motion is back all the way, and I'm only four weeks almost, so I'm, I'm optimistic. Wow. But I'm on the Aaron Rodgers plan. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just dipping your foot in you. placenta. What are you, <laughs> what's he doing? Human uh, sacrifice, yeah. you know, whatever. Exactly. Um, well, it's great to have you back on Morning Footy. We've missed you. Um, guys, it's Champions League, match day five. Yeah. Let's oh, go. I know, I know. Let's take a look at today's fixtures. Here's what we have on tap. Um, our coverage starts at 1 p.m., um, but we've got some big mass- matches. Barcelona taking on Porto, Milan, Dortmund, PSG, Newcastle, and Group F. That's the group of death. And then Man City, who have already punch their ticket to the next round. They take on Leipzig. Um, So let's take a look at the group of F table. Here we go. Dortmund sitting on top, followed by PSG, AC Milan, and Newcastle. We spoke yesterday about how we were um, slightly surprised at how this is how it looks right now. Um, But this is why we call it the group of death. So this is what is at stake for all these teams today that are playing. So Dortmund can clinch with a win against Milan. P- I know it's huge. Uh, PSG clinches with a win and a Milan loss or draw. Uh, Milan eliminated with a loss to Dortmund and a PSG win, and Newcastle will be eliminated if they lose to PSG. So there's a lot 
Too much skin in the game. A lot at stake today. Uh, let's chat about this PSG-Newcastle match. This is interesting. Um, the first time these two teams played, Newcastle with the massive 4-1 win at St. James's Park. They are now at Parc de Prance, and it just feels like, Christine, this is um, – this is a different PSG team than the one we saw back in October against Newcastle. They have, they're coming off a 5-2 win over Monaco over the weekend. They're scoring a lot of goals. They're seemingly coming into form. How big of a challenge is this going to be for Newcastle? Uh, I think Newcastle really have a chance. You know, they, they kind of know how to operate on this PSG side. Again, PSG have been really, really spotty, I'd say, in terms of their appearances and who shows up when they show up. Um, I think that they've kind of figured out how to dismantle them a little bit. So mm -hmm. I think... Uh, the group of death, yes, this is a scary group, but I think that Newcastle still have a shot. I mean, yes, but I don't think you're giving PSG enough credit. I think they've... they've I think it depends on which PSG show up. But, but the, the good PSG has showed up for the last eight games. They're scoring three goals a game for the, for the last, like, two months. They have more of an identity now. Dembele is functioning at a higher rate. So is... Mbappe is like besides the point, but Vitinha in the midfield. Um, obviously, no Warren, Zaire, Emery, right? That's, that was a big key, but they've shown mm -hmm. that they can play without him. We were talking yesterday. I, it does feel like the moment that they're meeting right now, they're trending in the wrong direction. I'll give, I'll give Newcastle a lot of credit, though, because despite a lot of their injuries, they've been able to stay themselves. Um, it's it just I feel like it will be a a much taller task than anything that they've faced in Europe to this point. This is the, by far their biggest game of the season where, you know, they, they need to get a result to, to keep this all in the balance. Yeah, I'll say that Newcastle is a little different this year in the sense that you're not 100% sure which Newcastle is going to show up. Are they the team that's going to win down a man? Are they the team that's, you know, going to give up uh, an opportunity when they're, when they're up a man? We're not 100% sure. Eddie Howe has a couple more questions this year versus PSG. They've just continued to sort of build. They've continued to sort of in continue to get better and better as the season went on. So I think this is a tall task for Newcastle to try to go to, Pran uh, you know, Parc de Prance and get a, a, a PSG that's hot right now mm -hmm. and try to beat them, especially with so much on the line. But this is a big test for Luis Enrique. You know, is he going to sort of, are we going to see that, that sort of development that he's had with PSG, this newfound confidence that PSG has back? Is, that what, is he going to be able to translate that into European football? Yeah. I think he will. Yeah, and for PSG, I mean, it's it's Champions League. Like that is the yeah. that is, is it. success or, or, yeah. in Champions League yeah. is the that's what they've continued to build a squad for, right? 100%. So if you don't succeed here, then where? Yeah, beating Claremont Foot is a highlight for them. <laughs> Are you no sure? No disrespect. No disrespect to, to Claremont, Claremont Foot. Foot. Yeah, yeah, it's a very or Claremont Ankle or Claremont Calf, all y'all. <laughs> but but P Champions League is why PSG is why the, what the fans are waiting for. Yeah. And that process that they asked for, we want more French people. We want we want it to feel more like a Parisian team and less like a like a Hollywood team. Mm -hmm. This is sort of what they're starting to get now. And if they, if this team can can start to make some real noise in the Champions mm -hmm. League, there's, there, there, plus there's less ego. I feel like on this team, so much less ego. Messi gone, Neymar gone. Mbappe is in the driver's seat. He's mm -hmm. the main guy, and I think he's happy that he's the main guy. Is I he thriving I as so. he, he wanted to be the guy? So is he thriving as he, he was the always guy. the guy? He just needed to share How? being the guy with three people uh, at the same time. Because he he was, you, you can't be the guy when there's three the guy. Guys. Exactly. We so, saw that with even Neymar. with. I think um, Luis Enrique has figured this out because the rest of the supporting cast, mm -hmm. they're they're workhorses. They're not big stars. Like Ugarte is. 
a class center defensive mid. We've shown, we've seen, he has shown that he's got the bite, he's got the grit, he's got the, the work rate, but he's not, I don't know, he's not Kante, he's not, a, he's, you know, where sure. Kante reached, everybody knows who he is, and, and he reached that level of, but Ugarte, similar to Kante, actually, is not about, nor the fame, nor the, he just, he wants to work hard, and just like several other players, Vitinha, I feel like also, it's just like about the football, it's working. It, the the ego yeah centric level of PSG has significantly dropped has decreased um, guys we're gonna bring in our good friend right now from Miami Charlie Davies is just hanging out at the beach he is a, a part Whoa. of our Champions League coverage today <laughs> with the crew down there hello Charlie how's the weather it's very nice <laughs> it's spoken like a true New Hampshire boy <laughs> <laughs> okay so what. I mean, look at you. You're you're so Miami already. I love I love the fit, the shirt, everything. What are you? What's on tap for you today? What do they have you doing down there? Well, I know Anita and I are going to be on the stage. We got to pump up a lot of people that are expected to show up. Um, you know, we're going to have some good segments talking about the games today. I think just overall, just making it a top experience. I'm excited to have these conversations with Thierry and Clint and Micah and Kate. So it's a good group. We had a great dinner last night, a lot of vibes. Okay, so what's your insight on this PSG-Newcastle match? Because I think I was making the point that I think this is a different PSG team than the one that played Newcastle back in October and, and lost 4-1. Um, what, what do you think Newcastle are up against here? I think the heavy favorites are PSG in this match. I think Newcastle just have too many injuries at the moment, trying to balance that. This is a tough task. I mean, this is what happens when you have to balance the Premier League and Champions League. Mm -hmm. and, and for Newcastle, a lot of it is, is new. And the, the workload, the management, I think PSG just are so dominant with that attacking trio. So I think right now Newcastle are going in and, and just trying to get a result. But PSG are going to be coming aggressive, trying to get end the game in the first half, which is what they need to be. And then in the other uh, opposite match in that group, Milan need to win. They control mm -hmm. their own destiny, which is nice. But they have to win both matches, obviously, at home against Dortmund without Rafa Leal, which is, I think, for Pioli, that's going to be the big talking point, is how does he adjust the team without one of the most dangerous playmakers in Champions League? Uh, Charlie, we, uh, can we check back in with you in a bit? Will you hang around for a little while for us? Oh, oh, thank you. No problem. Ay, I know. It's going to be fun. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Ali Trost Martin's going to be back with some headlines when we return. Stick around. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Oh, you guys, you have no idea how happy this makes my heart. When two of your favorite things in the world collide, football and Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> I am telling you, this is just miraculous. So this is a, a new movie on the Hallmark Channel this holiday season, Christmas in Notting Hill, and it is about um, a really amazing soccer player in England, and he meets this little American girl. She has no idea who he is, but she's over there visiting her sister, and they fall in love, and it's just, I mean, it's everything you could want a Hallmark Christmas movie to be. I don't know if y'all are familiar, but Chris, the Hallmark Christmas movies, they all kind of have a very similar plot line. They're formulaic. They're very formulaic, say. yes. For, for those of you at home, but this one speaks to my heart. It's white Tubi movies. Some of you will get that. <laughs> no idea what yeah. that means, no idea what that but means. I, I'm I sure you. you're, you're probably you, spot on. Shoot me a text. I watched. You know. So I, I watched this movie last night. I made my. Oh, you Beyonce. watched it? Oh, I as soon as I saw oh, that this was a thing. It is literally Susanna's wheelhouse. <laughs> like this is this is truly everything, uh, and it is now we're past Thanksgiving, so it's you know I can officially fully, fully Christmas movie lean holiday into, to Christmas uh-huh. season. So I texted our producer Jen, who is also a Hallmark okay. movie enthusiast, and I mm-hmm. said, "Guess what I'm watching tonight?" And she goes, "Oh my God, me too." And so we were had a nice little text stream. We were like, "I don't like this." girl she's he's too good for her (laughs) i I had some issues but the movie's i mean it's it's everything you would expect (laughs) i'm gonna give it a solid four out of five in in terms of like the hallmark while it's it's not a holiday movie they do have another soccer movie this blew my mind uh, a winning team, which is about a female soccer player. I won't give away the um, But can we? It, but... Can you talk about your connection to this film? Uh, yeah, so like, my cousin is in a number of both holiday and non-holiday Hallmark movies. So Antonio Cupo Antonio is in, is my is in is, a winning team. I feel like a plate so. of prosciutto just showed up when you said that name. Antonio you know it. Cupo. You, you got to shout out <laughs> the, the Cupos out of Vancouver. What does he play in that? Like, what's, what's, what's the, is the role that he oh, really gets He's actually these? a reporter in that movie. <laughs> Really? Because you know how people kind of get typecast in these films. It's like he's usually the romantic interest, or or in some of the other Hallmark movies, he's like the mean salesman that shows up and wants to buy your business in your Christmas movie. This is like a dream of mine. One day, one day, it's like a bucket list thing. I just want to make a cameo. I think he's also in like Christmas at the Thanksgiving Parade or something. I can't remember the full name of it. Don't shoot me. I like to think all these films are just written by some guy in an. Not just Hallmark movies, though. He's also in Italian (laughs) movies. He was in a few other series, so. Look at yeah. this. What a feather. Uh, look at me with my stolen yeah. valor. I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool. Look at me. Guys. Oh, I would run with that. 100%. <laughs> um, Allie, how do you feel about the Hallmark Christmas movies? Are you a fan? L- love them. Guilty pleasure. I, you know, you just kind of sit. It's an hour and a half. Exactly. Max. You know what's going to happen. You shut your brain down. It's going to be a happy ending. Warm <laughs> fuzzy movies. Yes. Hot chocolate, popcorn. Um, also, Suze, I already know how I would cast you. 
You're like the aspiring singer traveling from small town to small town trying to find your big break. Does that make me the villain? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the villain. I, I, and then I Antonio Cooper walks in. <laughs> no, I feel like you would be like the voice of reason. Like you'd be, you, you would be like the, the sassy tough friend. Love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sassy you know friend. I mean? Call me for your sassy friend <laughs> casting me. There you go. I'm the neighbor who like tells it, you Allie. he came looking for you. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys saw the. Uh, he was just here. The, the tagline on the uh, Christmas in Notting. Whatever the uh -huh. title was, when life gives you London. Oh. That was good. I don't know if anyone caught that. that was Tremendous good. stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was Cheesy. nice. Easy. Well, let's. Uh, speaking of London, we're talking some UEFA Champions League, and uh, it's back. Manchester United could have Danish striker Rasmus Hoyland back in the lineup against Galatasaray tomorrow after his recent knee injury. Hoyland missed United's win against Everton, but returned to training this morning. Anthony also trained this morning after missing the Everton match as well. United will be without Marcus Rashford, whose red card suspension was upheld by UEFA and a long list of injured players that includes Casemiro and Mason Mount. In other Champions League injury news, FC Barcelona's push for a place in the knockout rounds will continue without Marc-Andre Terstegen. The German goalkeeper is out with a back injury that kept him out of Barcelona's draw with Rayo Vallecano on Saturday. Anaki Peña stepped in for uh, Terstegen against Rayo in his first appearance of the season and is expected to start in today's group stage match against FC Porto. Defenders Ronald Araujo and Jules Koundé are also expected to return for Barcelona today. From UEFA Champions League to Asian Champions League, Cristiano Ronaldo and Al Nasser were held without a goal by Iranian side Persepolis, and the shutout was due in part to Ronaldo's honesty. The Portuguese superstar drew a penalty in the second minute, but immediately told the referee he was not fouled. The match official reviewed the play on VAR and overturned the call. Al Nasser and Persepolis went on to play to a goalless draw. In international news, the U.S. men's national team will have a busy 2024. U.S. soccer announced yesterday that the team will kick off the new year with a friendly against Slovenia on January 20th at Toyota Field in San Antonio, Texas. Ooh, the January friendly is not being played during an international break, meaning the squad will likely consist mostly of MLS-based players. The full-strength USMNT will next take the field in March when they face Jamaica in the semifinals of the Nations League finals in Dallas. And in MLS news, FC Cincinnati just keeps on stacking up those individual awards. The league announced yesterday that Cincy number 10 Luciano Acosta is this year's most valuable player. The Argentinian playmaker helped lead Cincinnati to the Supporters' Shield, bagging 17 goals and 14 assists. Acosta ran away with the MVP voting with 60% of the average overall vote and 82% of the media vote. LAFC striker and MLS Golden Boot winner Denny Buanga finished second with 15% of the vote, while Atlanta United's Diego Almada finished third. Uh, Alexis, this wasn't particularly close. Pretty easy call for Acosta winning the MVP. How would you rate his season, though, among all-time MLS MVP winners? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Thanks. I think when I, when I think back to previous MVPs, if you look at last year, that was Hani Mukhtar. Mm -hmm. uh, probably the centerpiece of the team, but probably the only real player that could change a game versus Lucho Costa. His job was to help assist other people in making that change. You think of Brendan Vasquez, mm -hmm. you think of Bupenda. Yeah, but he also had a lot of goals. He did. Yeah. In fact, he had 30 goals and assists put together. So he had 30, which is top of the league, tied with... Um, Denny Boanga, who's also had an incredible season. Uh, in the 99th percentile in chances created, he's obviously 
one of the most essential people in the league. But I don't see him as we need to surround him with other people the way you thought about Hani Mukhtar, who carried his team on his back. To me, FC Cincinnati is nowhere near as good if they don't have an on-fire Lucho Costa. But Lucho Costa made other people better versus Hani Mukhtar that proved how good he was. And I think that's actually, I think it's better to be in the position Lucho Costa I feel like when you look back at, at some of the best MVPs in the league, the final result of the season also plays a part mm-hmm. in that, right? So if they don't win MLS Cup, it's like, okay, we're going to look back at this season as, oh, he was the best in the league, but they, can't, they couldn't get it done. I'm thinking, like, people back there, maybe you might remember, mm-hmm. like, Guillermo Barros Esqueloto for the Columbus crew mm-hmm. when they, they won the league. He won MVP. <clears throat> Who am I thinking? How essential was he? I feel like that was yeah. more of a Hani Mukhtar-esque yeah. MVP title mm-hmm. where it was he was the force driving. So there was that a, team. there's that's a great example. Um, McGee, Mike McGee. Mike McGee. Uh, if fire. With, with Chicago Fire, yeah. he won MVP, and mm-hmm. they were they were not very good at all. Um, Sebastian Javinko had some incredible seasons for <sighs> yeah. for uh, Toronto. Lo, lo de, Before lo they were. Did Lodeiro won MVP? In the, he must have won MVP. <sighs> he um, must have. It's slipping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not win MVP. No. Producer Ivis has just called switches. Crazy to think that he did it. Diego Valeri, that's a good one. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great MVP. Obviously, Landon Donovan also mm-hmm. in all those years. But again, had pieces around him. Lucho Costa just rose to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, so much so that when it was revealed that he was either able to have a green card or already has his green card, I'm not sure what his citizenship status is, there was already some chirping of, hey, should the U.S. men's national team give him a shot? Mm-hmm. That's how good his season was. And yeah. the absolute deserves it and no wonder it was an easy choice. I do you know what was interesting too about this season was that Lucho Acosta established himself as the front runner so early like yeah. it, it was like it, it, I think we knew this summer that this guy was likely going to be this year's MVP and there really was nobody else that was even really coming close in that in that narrative and in that that conversation mm-hmm. I, he was just so consistently good from yeah. the Ooh. jump. And I've got another one. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, I pulled up the list. By the way, Mike McGee, last American to win MVP. Ah, huh? Yeah. Uh, um, we got, what's Lucho Costa citizenship uh, status real quick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Inching toward America. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on. Um, we forgot Joseph Martinez. Mm-hmm. Incredible. He, like, he was... Atlanta was really That Atlanta though. season that, was unstaboable. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. That was, that was crazy. Miggy was still here. Okay. Yeah. When he won that. Uh, Their little romantic love yeah. affair. R- okay. Carlos Vela. Okay. Carlos Vela. But they didn't win that season. They didn't, yeah. Uh, Robbie Keane, but he had a great setup around right. him. Right. Um, also lit the league on fire. Yeah. Pozuelo for Toronto FC. Oh, he like Pozuelo came in and boom, like Canada. in and out. Like, <laughs> like you know, you hey, know, MVP. I completely forgot about him. Pozuelo? Yeah. Pozuelo. Yeah. Inter Miami. Remember? That's right. After TFC, he goes to Inter Miami. Pozuelo, remember he had like the no fade fade? It was just like the cut down the side. Yeah. Oh, this is what you remember? I mean, that's, yeah. MVP to check out his fade. Oh my God, the Pozuelo thing just blew my mind. I literally forgot. Yeah, where is he now? In, like, Qatar. Qatar. He's, he's yeah. in the Middle East somewhere. Nice. Oh, crazy. Oh, crazy. Hey, thanks for those nuggets, Nico. Yeah. Nico's <laughs> Nuggets. It's a new new segment that I just came up with. No spot. joke coming from no me. No joke. <laughs> uh, you'll hear it in the commercial break. Oh, what have I done? Um, all right, guys, we're going to take another break. Um, we're going to chat some more of today's Champions League action on the other side. Stick around. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And this is a danger. Real promise here for Dortmund. With Brandt. Sabitzer alongside him. Brandt goes himself. Celtic constantly defending here. And it's into the back of the net by Griezmann again. His second of the night. Good ball up the top with the run of Immobile round the goalkeeper and it a milestone goal. Teo Hernandez though, and Giroud is there. And when Giroud is at the far post, there's only ever one outcome: Milan lead. Welcome back. Champions League match day five upon us. Here are today's fixtures. Our coverage kicks off at 1 p.m. Eastern on Paramount+. Plus. Join the crew from Miami. Destination Miami is happening, y'all. Uh, but we've got some big ones today. Milan taking on Dortmund. PSG, Newcastle, Man City, Leipzig, Feyenoord versus Atletico Madrid. And Young Boys will take on Red Star, Belgrade. All those matches at 3 p.m. Eastern. All right, let's, uh, let's dive into Group H, shall we? Here's a look at the standings in that group. Barcelona sitting on top, followed by Porto, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Antwerp at the bottom with zero points. Um, so let's talk about Barcelona, who face Porto today. This is a big one. Um, for Barcelona, it's been an inter- interesting mm. season for Up them. Up and down? There's, mm. it, it, it feels strange to say that maybe... It's not a it's not a bad season, but it's also not what we expect from them. They're sitting in fourth place right now in La Liga. They're coming off a one-one draw against Rayo Vallecano over the weekend. It just it hasn't been as convincing. What what's with Barcelona this season? So for sure, injuries. That's probably the biggest one. And once they get the two men that you just saw on the screen, and Frankie De Jong and Pedri back functioning to 100 percent this team will look different. Mm -hmm. Having said that though, they're going through a gauntlet starting today because they have to beat Porto. There's actually a situation that they can go into this match knowing that they can, both teams can draw to qualify so Mm. they can just pass the ball around. But we'll get that if that (laughs) happens, we'll get there if that happens. Um, After this, they have Atletico Madrid and Girona. And in this time where it hasn't been convincing, Xavi himself even admitted post-game after Rayo Vallecano that there's been a significant drop-off. The excuses were a little bland, to be honest, for mm-hmm. the sake of Barcelona. Um, nonetheless, he's trying to get the most out of this team, and he, and he has it. And he, he has to prove this is like that point in the season where we're going to go, Okay, what happened in this last month or so was just a bit of a slump, which can happen to any team. But they have to keep up because a bit there of a are slump. teams. They lost to Shakhtar. Yeah, yeah, they, they, drew, they <laughs> drew to. Yeah, Rayo but you Valle can't, you can't no, hate on Shakhtar. I'm not hating on Shakhtar. 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 Shakht
Yeah, um, also watch football must go on. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, this is a rough run. Okay, you beat Deportivo Alves two one, and what are their current injuries? What they got Gavi, who's going to be out for a long period of time. Ter Stegen. No, but Gavi's fine. Ter Stegen's a big one. Ter Stegen is massive. Huge. Okay, but is it enough where you should have this significant uh, of a drop off? Fra- Frankie De Jong is one of their best midfielders. Pedri's their best midfielder. Pedri's the the the, the one that dictates all the tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But what I'm saying is with this squad should be beating a Rayo Vallecano, no, even with a couple should. injuries. They should be beating a Shakhtar Donetsk easily. Look at Rafa against be Cadiz. They, they, they took care of them without Vinicius Jr., without some of their best players, and Kamavinga, Chouamini, right? You, you expect more from Barcelona, 100%. This has and, been a down season. I wouldn't say it's been a, 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 a slump. This has been a down season for them. They should be fighting for the top two. They lost in the Clásico. Yes, it should be them right now. And they lost in big fashion in Clásico. No, they it didn't. Sh- in the 90th minute, they lost. That's a big, that's a big fashion. Yeah, no, big in fashion classical? is 5-0, 3-0, 2-0. What I'm saying is they, they should be fighting. They can flip the season here, though. C- given all of that, what you're saying, and, and I agree, they should be getting better results. Yes. In, in this stretch of games, they can they can wrap up Champions League qualification today. They can get a result against Atletico Madrid and Girona, two f- teams that are in fine form. And all of these doubts that we have around Barcelona right, going into Christmas, we could be like, okay, they took a care of business. It's their opportunity to, to, to do that. But they could What did you say not. yesterday? Because I, I was going to say they could turn the corner, but what did you say yesterday? It's a really long corner. Yeah, you said that about something wide, else. Wide, yeah, yeah. I feel like they, they can begin the turn. And Girona is not in top, top shape. They just drew at home. Uh, but, yes, this could be the beginning of a turn, but this is a very big turn. And I think Xavi has a lot to prove. I believe he's a great manager. I think he showed it uh, in the Mideast. I think he showed it at earlier stints with Barcelona. But all these questions about Barcelona, pulling levers, can they keep this sort of team going? You know, uh, Robert Lewandowski, not getting younger, still looks great, but not getting younger. I mean, there's a lot of questions, and it's not going to get easier for this team. They need to put something together, and so I really think that the fan base wants a trophy this season. They're going to need oh, either always. to win. That's I mean, the always. default yes. setting for but, Barca. But, you know, they're not at home. They're not at Camp Nou. There's still, the excuses are, 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 are starting to wear away. Something is needed, and I think Getting to the knockout stage is probably the easiest. But is this team, is this Barcelona team a legitimate Champions League contender? Like, I, not, I, not I, in their current shape, no. Yeah. And I think Here's that, that FC badge, Porto are the threat. Yes. <laughs> the squad, Historically, no. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But is this a team, do you see this being a team that can kind of, you know, based on their previous success in this competition, sort of rise to the occasion? I think that experience will only take you so far if you don't actually have the tools at your disposal when you need to show up. And unfortunately, that's what happens in Champions League. We're seeing a lot of injuries at this juncture. I don't think I see Robert Lewandowski putting this entire team on his back, but that's kind of what it looks like it's going to have to be done. FC Porto have bounced a lot of big sides out of Champions League in the past. I think that it's going to be perilous. Dude, it's going to be. I mean, think of the financial collapse that happened at Barca if they don't get far enough in the group stages. And we keep talking about But realistically, they haven't been in a good way in seasons, both front office and Mm -hmm. on pitch. They've had hiccups either simultaneously or individually occurring that have kind of set them in a bad way. And so eventually, hopefully, they will steer out of it. But, I mean, the current state that they are in, including injuries. Barcelona crashed out of... Group 16? uh, 
No, Barcelona crashed out of the group stage last group year. Group stage, that's right. <sighs> they, they lost in that group with Bayern and Inter and whatnot, and then they went into the Europa League. Yeah, I don't think this is a... reached the this semifinals feels, of the Europa League. I don't know. No, I know you, they, won, no. they won La Liga, I know, but... You, I, it, you have to make rounds. There's no excuse yeah. at this point. You can't go back to back to back seasons dropping into the Europa League. Like, it's that's, that's not okay. No. And just the situation, by the way, if Shakhtar and Antwerp play earlier, mm -hmm. if Antwerp beats Shakhtar... Come on. Barcelona and Porto can touch the ball for 90 minutes and not attack, and they both qualify. We both know that's not going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Disrespect to Royal Antwerp, but they've had a rough run. I'm just saying that the scheduling yeah. allows for this uh, little detail in football, like in the 1982 World Cup mm. in, G in uh, Gijón, this happened. They were two scheduled at different times. The last kickoff mm -hmm. and two teams. And just, they just. It was <gasps> Germany and. West Germany and. West Germany. For 90 Al minutes. Algeria got left out. I forgot who it okay. was. Okay. Which is still upsets Algerians yeah. if you bring it up. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would just not be good for <laughs> no, the fan. Not so much. Not, no, not so much fun. It's a huge stain on the sport. Uh, Barcelona taking on Porto, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, we are going to take another time out. Uh, but on the other side, we are joined by the MLS Head Coach of the Year. Pat Noonan joins Morning Footy. Uh, that conversation's after the break. Stay with us. CBS Sunday. After the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.